Alrighty, guys, welcome back. This is episode number five of the Runner's High podcast. I am one of your hosts, Craig Siegel, co-owner here at Runner's High and Freehold. Alongside of me, Grace Madigan. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. You can find us on iTunes using the Apple Podcast app, SoundCloud, or Spotify. You can also follow along with us using the handle at Runner's High NJ on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. All right, guys. So this week we have a very special guest alongside here with us. Um, one of our, yeah, we do a little drum roll to it. Um, one of our longest standing partners, close friends here at Runners High, uh, Dr. Alan Bass of Central Jersey Foot and Ankle Care, uh, right up the road here in Manalapan, is uh, joining us tonight. So, Dr. Bass, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. I'm excited to be here. Definitely. I know you've been giddy all day. <laughs> I have been. I, I couldn't wait to be here. Right. So I'm sure as the night goes on, we'll talk more about you know running-related injuries, things like that, questions that we see all the time here in the shop. Um, but first off, let's talk a little bit about your background. Um, you know, How long have you been practicing? Uh, what is it exactly that, uh, that you do? Sure. Well, uh, I'm a board-certified podiatrist. I've been in practice for 25 years. Um, I did my residency at Wyckoff Fights Medical Center in Brooklyn. Um, I'm board certified by the American Board of Podiatric Medicine. So um, I love what I do. I uh, was introduced to podiatry about 30 years ago and uh, went into a podiatrist's office and just saw what they did and just, uh, I love, you know, I love what I saw. So it became my passion and uh, been practicing now, like I said, uh, just a shade under 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, been here in Manalapan about 15 years now, and uh, it's been nothing but great. Um, see a lot of different things and uh, a lot of different injuries, a lot of different uh, podiatry-related things, and um, great to have a partner like you that we can refer our patients to. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's huge. You know, we, uh, you and I, off, off, the, off the record, you know, we... Uh, Definitely close buds, you know, so that sure. makes it that makes it a lot easier. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I can imagine that you've seen some crazy injuries and crazy things uh, over the course of the the twenty five oh, you know, plus sure. years of, of practicing. Sure. Um, and I can only it's one of those. I feel like I don't know. It's one of those. And correct me if I'm wrong, but like one of those practice or like uh, occupations where it's like, how do you how do you get into that? Like how do you well, like do you it's feet. You, you know what I mean? Like it's feet, feet right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, people ask me all the time, you know, why feet? You right. know, my, my, my funny off-the-cuff answer is, well, I could have been a proctologist and <laughs> done that. Valid point. <laughs> but um, it's just something that um, I found interesting. My background was always in medicine before I went to medical school. Uh, my background is uh, in pharmacy, so I was a phar- I've been a pharmacist for even longer than I've been a podiatrist. Mm. And I always was just in medicine. And when I found that I can... I, lo- I love the fact when patients come into my office and they could be in pain mm-hmm. and they can leave pain free mm-hmm. that quickly. And that's, that's what makes <laughs> podiatrist, being a podiatrist that great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just all about helping people. Right? It, it, you know, it, tr- so. it truly is. And, and the funny thing is people, you know, they make fun of podiatrists sometimes looking at feet. But when they need you, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. happy to find you very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh? What's like the weirdest or craziest thing <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I, mean, so, I want to know so much. Well, I, 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 the, it's, not sport, it's not sports related. <laughs> okay. But if you really want me to tell you oh, the, yeah. the weirdest thing that yeah, I've seen. Weirdest. So I'm in practice a very short time and a gentleman came in to me 
um, with an ulceration on the bottom of his foot, a big wound. Mm -hmm. So I treated the wound and I sent him home with some supplies in order to take care of it at home. So gentleman comes back about a week or so later for me to treat the wound again. So I take the bandage off and the wound is moving. Oh no. Yes, <laughs> the wound was moving. <laughs> and as I started to debride or take off some of the, the slough and the yeah, debris yeah. on the wound, what do you think we found? We actually found... Like a fish? We found... <laughs> no, we didn't find a fish. Some type we, of maggot. We or... found maggots. <laughs> yes. And why did that happen, if you ask? So the He's reason it happens is he must have taken the supplies and placed them down exposed to the air, yeah. and if a fly lands uh, landed on it and laid an egg, that's how maggots, spread maggots were spread. So he must have used a piece of gauze on the wound. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> so originally it was like a normal wound. It was just a wound that and I was treating and, and oh it just God. got worse. Yes. And in 25 years, that is the worst thing that I've ever seen. And that was yeah, early on in my career. Yeah. I probably want to say that was probably my second year. I've never seen anything that good. Gross. That's setting the I'm, bar pretty high. That it is. <laughs> I'm more concerned with why he had, why he put those sterile things next to maggots. Well, well, you probably didn't know, well, but exactly. so why are there maggots in his... Right. Well, it was a fly. He must have yeah, just had a fly land fly. on his gauze. Oh, and gosh. it happened. And by far the best... The best story I tell, <laughs> 25 the years. Best the best and worst. The best and worst. The best and the worst. You really, I don't know if I could top that. It's moving. Right. Yeah, I mean, I was a resident and I treated a patient in the emergency room who had a, uh, in a moving van, I guess, the, 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 where he, he goes up and down to race things in. And that came down and Whoa. shattered his metatarsals. Still, that was good as a resident, but this is a, in private practice was yeah. by far the best. Uh. Yeah, that was that was definitely the that was the best. Yeah, listen, people think feet are gross. I love seeing feet. I mean, now there's a there are shows now on TV now. You know, yeah. first it was Doctor Pimple Popper. Okay, yeah. Now yeah, it's yeah. Now it's the Toe Bro. The Toe Bro. You didn't even know there's no, no. a show now on A and E called <laughs> The Toe Bro. He is a He's a chiropodist. Now in Canada, you're not a podiatrist. So he is a, he has the training of a podiatrist, but in Canada, you don't get a degree as a podiatrist. Okay. You get a degree as a doctor of chiropody. Okay. And so he does a lot of what I do. Yeah. And people look at it and it's like the grossest thing they've right. ever seen. Right. And I love watching that. Just like I love watching Dr. Yeah. Pimple Popper. So I think like, it's one of those things where you can't like it's like a movie it's like you a, can't, it's like a oh, train you, right? you can't like look you away can't, like a, a train wreck you can't, can't look away look. Yeah. <laughs> you can't look yeah. away but again the, the, the craziest and the funniest and the weirdest things that come into my office a lot of times give patients pain yeah and to allow them to leave pain free by far is the greatest sure the greatest yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. I can do yeah I love that when patients come in and they're in pain and if I give them an injection and they're walking out and they feel oh my god I feel so much better doc thank yeah. you I think it's, it's just a genuine way. you know a genuine passion to make make people feel you know better you know 100 so. percent. and i don't care what you do for a living i don't care if you're a podiatrist i don't care if you sell sneakers yeah, yeah. whatever it is if, if if you're able to help somebody do something better sure run better function better mm. that's all that matters mm. in life really yeah. just having them be a better feel better about what they do yeah, every day yeah. yeah have a better quality of life sure yeah so to move away from maggots and to... <laughs> that wasn't my fault. Uh, no, no, no. It's all good. That was Grace's fault. It's all good. Um, so being like a running-centric, you know, sure. podcast, to some extent, you know, we do want to branch out to like, you know, entrepreneurial type stuff and people that are just all like-minded. Um, 
you know, but bringing it back to running a little bit, um, let's talk about some running related injuries. And I know sure. um, sometimes when, you know, you'll pop in here on a weekend, like I always joke around with you, like you should honestly just like set up shop for, you know, <laughs> like weekend visit, <laughs> visit hours, you know, at the shop because yeah. with the people that come in that we too are trying to help, um, it's an unbelievable feeling for us when like I'm fitting someone and they're like yeah I have plantar fasciitis like what should I do and yeah I can help them with footwear but I'm like you see that guy in the chair over there like go talk to him for you know five minutes like he's the guy you want to talk to so um, you know treating athletes and and you know runners per se what would you say is kind of like the the top two or three you know, most common running injuries. Um, and then we could talk about how sure. preventative care and things like that. Yeah, I will say probably the number one sports-related or orthopedic-related injury that I see in the office is plantar fasciitis or mm-hmm. heel pain. Yeah. Um, you know, in today's day and age, the last 25 or 30 years, with everybody becoming more health-conscious and trying mm-hmm. to be that weekend athlete and, mm-hmm. and going out and running or playing basketball, you know, we're seeing more injuries and we're seeing people suffer from more things, but definitely, um, I'll see plantar fasciitis mm-hmm. very often, uh, shin splints mm-hmm. very often. Um, just uh, a, a term we use, metatarsalgia, pain in the ball of the foot. Mm-hmm. Um, those are probably the, the biggest things we see from people who want to participate in more aerobic type exercises, whether it's running or working out, even if it's Zumba or anything else. We see all these different things. and they're getting more and more prevalent. Mm. They really are just because people are becoming more health conscious. Mm. And those are the things, these biomechanical, these sports related things that I'm seeing more and more often every day in the office. Yeah, I mean, I think even, and you can attest to it too, like every day it's, it's plantar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, people come. most of the day. Um, <laughs> so could we, could we talk, could we expand upon that a little bit? Sure. I mean, some people can pronounce it, some can't. Uh, but what exactly is plantar fasciitis? So plantar fasciitis, if we break the words down, plantar meaning bottom, mm. and fasciitis, if we talk about itis, is inflammation, and fascia is a muscle band. Mm. So to break it down, it's it's an inflammation of the muscle band on the bottom of the foot. Mm. And that's how I, I break it down for the patients. But what's odd is most patients don't truly understand that it's more has to do with the muscle band on the bottom of the foot because the pain occurs in the heel, mm-hmm. because that's where it's, the, the fascia is attached. Okay. So the, the inflammation happens where the fascia attaches at the heel. So I always tell people if we control the fascia, if we support the fascia, mm-hmm. we decrease the pain mm-hmm. because we're decreasing the inflammation. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. So I, don't, I tell patients, we don't wanna just cup your heel or pad your heel. We need to support the foot. We need to support the biomechanics and how the foot functions Mm -hmm. more than anything else. You and I have talked a lot about the use of orthotics, whether we use an over-the-counter orthotic Mm -hmm. or a custom fully functional orthotic, Mm -hmm. a support for the foot. And I always like to explain to the patients you know, who asked me, why do I need an orthotic? And I try to relate it to almost wearing eyeglasses. Mm. Eyeglasses help to support the functionality of your eyes, Mm. just like an orthotic is gonna help to support the functionality of your feet. But along with with plantar fasciitis, and and I can't stress it enough to everybody listening here, Mm. is footwear, Mm. without a doubt. 
Um, you weren't paid to say that either. I was not. <laughs> I was not. You know, I, 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 I say these things so many times every day mm. that it's, it's, you come to me with a problem, you have to listen to me where you purchase your footwear. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's what it's all about. Mm. It really is making sure people understand they have a problem, mm. it can be treated, it can be treated conservatively, but you have to do certain things. Mm. The, the, the money you spend now on your health care is so vitally important. Sure. And buying the proper shoe is definitely part of health care. Sure. If you're, if you're going to be participating in an activity, whether it's running or uh, boot camps or anything else, it's, it's wearing the proper sneakers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and wearing the proper shoes. Yeah. And it goes the same whether you're treating plantar fasciitis or mm -hmm. shin splints, which is if people don't really understand, it's an inflammation of the, the, the muscle bands that attach to your shin, mm -hmm. and that those get inflamed, and whether it's wearing the right sneaker or wearing the right compression, uh, mm -hmm. the compression sleeves, mm -hmm. it's really about, you can't just go out and do anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody used to just go out and run. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm gonna go to the gym, and I'm gonna do, or I'm, right, right. and whether it's lifting, you can't just do. Sure. You, yeah, have, yeah. To, you have to have the proper equipment, and whether yeah. it's sneakers or, mm -hmm socks or anything else because there's so many things even socks yeah when it comes to you know athlete's foot mm -hmm. athlete's foot i've i've seen terrible cases of that yeah. just because people don't wear the right socks yeah. or change their socks now what is what is athlete's foot so it's at, like a fungus it's, okay. a, it's a fungus okay. it's you know the first question i ask people when i see this when they think they have dry skin uh -huh. and it's more of a peely type of skin that i see it's not as gross as having the, the stuff we thing? talked. See, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to say that again. Um, and I talked to them, do, do your feet perspire? Well, yes, they do. Well, you have to learn to change your socks and use some absorbent powder to keep, you know, fungus likes moisture. Mm -hmm. That's how fungus breeds from moisture. You want to keep moisture down, that'll, that's how you'll treat athlete's foot, whether it's between the toes, bottom of the foot. So question for you. Sure. Does the color of the shoe matter? <laughs> I, I'm assuming I'm being trapped into the question here, but the answer to your question is, well, am I answering it for you, Grace? Um, if I'm answering it for Grace, the answer is yes. If I'm answering it truthfully, um, no, the, the color of the sneaker does not matter. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, it really, the, the one thing that matters more than anything else is the... the, the um, that was like a total meatball. The, yeah. composition. Was like a total meatball the, the composition of the socks. We'll edit right, that right. out. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Like, I, I, think, I think the one, like, because we can kind of get playful sometimes, or we can get yeah. caught in the color game sometimes with people, and the thing that we try to stress is, you know, for us, this is really more about making sure that you're in the right mm -hmm. type of mm -hmm. footwear for your injuries yeah. or what's going on. And um, the comment that I always give kind of tongue-in-cheek, I'm like, your plantar fasciitis does not care what yeah. color your shoes are. As long as you feel good, that's what's important. You know? 100%, 100%. And some people it resonates, some people it doesn't, yeah. but uh, it, you know, it can be a, an uphill battle I sometimes. Can't, I can't agree with you more yeah. when patients come in um, and they say, oh, these are so cute, these sneakers that I have. Well, that's your problem. Right. They're cute. They're not functional. Yeah. More it's than frustrating it. at times. Yeah. You want to oh, be yeah. like, you're yeah. on your feet all day. You know, you're yeah. not walking on your hands all day. You're on your feet all day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> People don't seem to realize that the amount. So your feet support not only your body weight, but there's something else known as ground reaction force. For every step you take, the amount of weight you push down in your foot, mm -hmm. the ground pushes back up against your foot. 
Think about that. So mm -hmm. if you're putting 200 pounds of pressure onto your foot with a step, mm -hmm. the ground's pushing back 200 pounds. So the, the footwear you have is so vitally important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, don't tell me, listen, I understand they're stylish, but don't tell me that you like to wear, you know, a pair of Vans is gonna be a good sneaker for you. Sure, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. I'm gonna wear my Uggs and that's gonna be good. <laughs> but they're cute. But, but they're, they're cute. cute. But, they're <laughs> but you came to me, I, again, I'll go back to, they come to me with a problem. I say to patients, you've come to me with a problem. Yeah, yeah. We, you have to listen to me. Yeah. So One of my favorite things from when we see patients from, from your office is uh, just how uh, upfront you are with them. Like you don't, you don't sugarcoat, mm -hmm. I love it. Not at all. Um, and we can't really mention any brand names, I would say, just because we work and try to keep a, a healthy and happy relationship <laughs> with course. all of our vendors. But uh, when the patients come in, they're like, yeah, Dr. Bass sent me here and he took my shoe and he just sandwiched it, like just mushed it right into yeah. like a ball. Um, so can you explain that a little bit in terms of sure. like the structural integrity of his shoes and things like that, and how that plays a role? Yeah, so 100%. So a sneaker, a sneaker should only bend in one place, in the mm -hmm. ball of the foot. Mm -hmm. So just think about if I held a shoe up and it should only bend right near your toes. The hind foot or your heel or the midfoot with a shank, that mm -hmm. should be sturdy. Mm -hmm. That should be a, a, a portion of the sneaker that provides the stability mm -hmm. for your foot. You know, when you're running, especially when you're running, you know, heel strike, you mm. need that heel cup, the back of that heel, the hind foot, to really be stable. Mm. If it's if it's something that I could take the shoe and bend or twist, you and I have spoken about very easily to get a, a, an ankle sprain because you're gonna, when you run, you're gonna strike on the, the, the back outer aspect of your heel. Mm -hmm. You want that foot to be stable so you could come flat. Mm -hmm. You don't wanna be able to roll out. So the quality of the shoe that you buy, mm -hmm. again, it doesn't matter the brand, and you know that I like certain brands sure. of sneaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's really not about the brand mm -hmm. per se, but also about the quality within the brand right. itself. Yep. Um, going and buying, you know, everybody knows certain brands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and just to, to spout names, whether they are, whether it's a, a Brooks or a New Balance or, mm. or a Saucony or, or an Under Armour, I don't care what the sneaker is, the quality of sneaker that you buy, mm. the place that you buy, sure. will show the quality of the sneaker. You know, I talk to people a lot about, if you could take your, if you could take your, your foot out of your sneaker and the insert is glued down, mm. Most likely, it is not a good quality right, right. because they're not taking the time to put a good insert in there yeah. that you can maybe pull out if you need to put an orthotic mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. And when I do that in the office, all the time, patients say, oh, let me look at my sneakers. And they go and they try to take the inside out and it doesn't move. Yeah. I say, see? And I didn't look at your sneaker. Right, right. Yeah. So I know those things yeah. right away. So again, it's really about the, the quality of the right. sneaker that's providing what a person needs. A good shank, a good a good midfoot, you know, good flexible, you know, forefoot in in the metatarsal area. Mm -hmm. That's really what it's about. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, I think when we talk to people about it here, you know, it's. I mean, I always try to draw other comparisons to like everyday mm -hmm. stuff, you know. So, you know, we were talking before about like iPhone models and how it relates to old shoes versus new updates yeah. and things like that. But in terms of like the quality levels, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, I have X brand, um, 
you know, and that's a good brand. So this right. is a good shoe. Yeah. Uh, but when I mean I talk about it, you, you probably hear me say it at nauseum in the store uh, when I when you relate it to cars, right? Yeah. I mean, Toyota is a manufacturer. They make Camry and they make Lexus. There's nothing necessarily wrong with either of those Correct. models, mm -hmm. but you're getting different levels of quality, much like any kind of footwear brand is going to make a higher level quality and a lower level quality. So 100. Um, it's like just refreshing yeah. to hear it come from I, a medical I, professional. I, I, you know, what I, mean? you like, know I, had, I had a patient come in just yesterday and she, and, and she was leaving that last evening. She came in in the afternoon. She was leaving in the evening for Europe to go visit her daughter. Right. And she said, I know I have to get over to the sneaker store to buy my sneakers, but I just ran into, I don't know if she said, whatever the store she ran yeah. into. And she showed me a pair of sneakers. Brand is unimportant right now. Right. It was by far the worst quality <laughs> of a good name. Sure. Yep. Oh. Yeah. So I'm not going to mention the name, but just right. where she purchased it yeah. didn't. Ha it, it wasn't a good quality. Right. She didn't go to a place like here. Yeah. To get her. She knows she needs to. Right. She just didn't have the time at the moment. I think I a big it. like misnomer or misperception too is sometimes those bigger box stores will have like the same models that we have because some do and that they're like like defectives or other things like that but that's really generally not the case you right. know it's not like a, a x brand is going to make a specialty version of the same model mm -hmm. and like a big box version of the same model but just when you come into more of a specialty oriented shop you're just going to find way more uh in terms of just the uh, volume of good quality shoes like we mm -hmm. we don't carry anything under a certain price point because right after you you know and, I, and we talk about it with people just even just yesterday you know um a woman was looking for something right around you know 100 bucks or 90 bucks and you know while yeah spending 90 or 100 dollars on shoes to some people is you know a pretty penny sure if you're gonna spend 90 the the break at about 100 is usually where you see that big question of quality right so if you're willing to spend 90 on like a questionable quality shoe, just spend 110 or 120. Mm -hmm. Like 120 is like the meat, you know what I mean? That's right. like a really good quality shoe. The difference between, I always tell people, the difference between like a $120 shoe and a $160 shoe isn't a question of quality. Right. The difference between a $120 shoe and a $90 shoe it's is a huge, huge question of 100%. integrity. So it's just, um, and it's just a misperception. It, it yeah. really is, and they don't realize that the, the, the better quality is going to last you longer. Thanks for the support. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, I, 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 I say this to a lot of people. I'm as honest as the day is long. Mm. And I'm not going to tell somebody something if they don't think it's the right thing. My father used to tell me, you put your head on your pillow, you do the right thing every sure. day. Yeah. And if, I'm, if, if I say to somebody, go buy X brand at any store, I'm not doing the right thing sure. for that patient. Mm -hmm. right. A patient came to me because they trusted me, and I treat my patients like I treat my family. Mm. And, and that's what every patient deserves. If you don't get that from your doctor, find a new doctor. Mm -hmm. so, find Dr. Bass. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But I, every, I truly live by that. I, I, mm. I do. I just... Find find a doctor who cares about you, and it's going to make you better. Yeah. And you know, people. I always say to people, listen, I don't have any financial interest in Runners High. I, I just go there because I tell people this all the time about you, Craig. Mm. You're a runner. 
and you know more about sneakers and the technology behind the sneakers than anybody I've met. No, I appreciate it. And that's what it's about, understanding understanding that. And and I'm not here, again, because I don't believe that. I'm here because I believe believe it more than anything else. And I think Mm. it's... it's, um, you know, obviously, I appreciate your, your faith in me, but I, I obviously it's a testament to our staff too. But I think um, well, I'm not sure. Great, but that's yeah. another story. <laughs> um, but I think it's a really good situation for the patient when partners are on board with each other and sure. see eye to eye, because I think that enhances like the patient slash customer experience. Because I think it's in rare occasions that. Um, somebody would visit a a doctor go to the store that they're referred to and then have like follow-up like i remember just like a couple give me a couple weeks ago or a month or two ago but there was a woman that you had sent in a patient you had sent in and i had some questions on it and it was kind of like what what is he seeing what am i seeing and then you and i were just like i just went into the back and i just texted you yeah. And the patient, I walked out, I'm like, yeah, I'm going back and forth with Dr. Best right now. And, you know, I mean, I think for them as like the patient slash customer, like that's like, like where, where, what else, how, how else, where else are you going to find yeah. that? You right. See the relationship. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it really is about, you know, believing in the people you refer to, whether I'm referring a patient he, here for, for shoe, for shoe gear mm-hmm. or to another physician for other, another type sure. of care, yeah. a vascular yeah. surgeon or anybody else that they might need to see. It's yeah. really about just you know, having that relationship that you can refer patients to more yeah. than anything else. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. So enough enough gloating about us uh, mm-hmm. in terms of runner's eye. But um, so let's. I guess you want you want to take us a little personal. You sure. Take, all right. So let's talk a little personal. Um, so a big thing with the podcast is you know we definitely like I said it's more than just running. It's about um, people that are passionate about what they do. Um, I think you have a super. Um, motivational story kind of behind you in terms of your personal um, transformation, you know, in terms of health and things like that. So uh, I know you've been putting a lot of work in to your nutrition um, and a lot of work in with our friends, you know, over at sets uh, with Anthony and Mike over there. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that and, and, and yeah. motivate the people out there? Sure. Well, <laughs> I, I tell you, you know, my, my transformation started probably a few years back. Um, it took a, a hiatus for a little while. Um, when I was 50, I'm now 54, I had both my knees replaced. Mm-hmm. So I, I had some time yeah. down from there. And unfortunately, some weight that I had lost, I put back on. And then um, shortly after I recuperated from that and rehab from that, um, I found sets. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure we say sets. S-E-T-S. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Surely Training Studios. Right. Um, <laughs> People think I'm saying something else. And that's why we were careful when we talk. We'll get those guys. I talked to Andy. We'll get those guys on in a couple episodes. And you can clarify. And, exactly. You know, it's very straightforward with so it. So I have to give a shout out to, to, to sets. Um, a hybrid type of training. Sure. Um, people might call it boot camp training. Um, but for me, and Grace, you and I just spoke about this earlier. Mm-hmm. It's about it's a it's a good place where it has structure. It just they just tell me what to do, mm-hmm. and they've allowed me to um, really help to continue to transform and get myself to a yeah. place where I want to be. So I'm going to take a, a little bit of liberty. I'm going to give a shout out to all the trainers there. I'm going to mention sure. all their yeah, names: yeah. Anthony Kapisakis, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike Varrell, Mike Decker, 
Kate Fair, Brooke Weinstein, Ashley Weinstein, and Joe Castellano. They are all amazing trainers. Mm. Um, there's a couple more too from the other location, but from Jackson? <laughs> yeah. I thought I got them all at Jackson. I think there's another girl. You guys, I only are, know team, that you guys are team Freehold. I'm right. Team Freehold. I'm Team okay. Freehold. Okay. There's okay. Team Jackson, <laughs> and Team Freehold did win this the Olympics. Yeah. Which is you were named, you were you were flying your flag this afternoon. Oh yeah. I got team Jackson, Jackson was in, in here. Oh boy, no. Team, know. team Freehold. <laughs> freehold. But they have an amazing culture, just yeah. an amazing place to be, where people want to be there. They mm-hmm. want to come and work out. People think I'm crazy. I wake up every morning at 4:20. A.M. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I work out six days a week at 5 a.m. and it's it's an amazing place to be. Mm-hmm. But I have to say one other thing: it's not just about working out. Mm-hmm. One of the other th- pieces that have truly helped me more than anything else is my nutrition. Sure. And um, six months ago, I started at at a at a with a nutritionist at a place called Revolutionize, mm-hmm. and uh, Michelle and Randy Frankel. Mm-hmm. Um, developed a place and they work more with uh, bikini athletes and but it's really about nutrition it's mm-hmm. about providing uh, some good nutritional guidance for for you I work with um, nutritionist every week Kristen Mason mm-hmm. who just keeps me on track and everything I do is based on my macros and I track everything I eat and in the last six months I've been very lucky in staying the course and I'm lost close to 40 pounds mm-hmm. I'm about a little more than halfway to my goal. Okay. My goal is going to be 70 pounds yeah, yeah, by yeah. November. Nice. And uh, in November, I'm going to run, jog, walk. Yeah. I don't know if there's a word we could put together there. <laughs> uh, the New York City Marathon. Yeah. And it's on uh, record. It's, it's on record, record now. right now. <laughs> Gotta do it. Um, we won't let my wife hear this. Sure. <laughs> or my daughter. Right. Um, but um, that is my goal. That yeah. is, I had some short-term goals for this year. And some long-term goals. My short-term goals were my weight loss. My long-term goal was um, being involved with the New York City Marathon, and that is by yeah. far one of my biggest things for the end of the, the uh, beginning of November oh, to huge. run the marathon. Awesome. Yeah, that's super exciting. I can't believe I'm saying it now. It's, <laughs> now it's out there in it's the world. There, yeah. Well, the thing is, the first part is you gotta if you say it out loud. Yeah. You know what I mean, like that's like part of the. the, the I mean, the yeah. hardest thing is the first step. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I, like I, weird cliche. And the last step. Yeah, and yeah. the last <laughs> the last mile or two, a couple. Yeah, you know, I mean yeah. it's 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 odd. I mean it's it's not going to be easy. I mean I'm somebody who is 54 and I have two you know both my knees replaced, yeah. but it's a goal that I just want to say that I've done yeah. it. Sure, just yeah, to yeah. say that I did the New York City Marathon. Yeah. yeah, I don't care if I walk it. Sure, I mean yeah, yeah. You, if you saw the gentleman who was a, uh, a marine who yeah, crawled across yeah. the finish line at, Boston, at the Boston yeah. Marathon. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. crawled across the finish line yeah. just to finish. Yeah. If I have to do that, that I'll do that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's all oh, that matters. That's I think it's huge. also very, like, motivating or inspiring to a lot of people. Like, most people that come in here are not runners. The first thing they say when they walk through the door, oh, I'm not a runner, but Dr. Bass <laughs> sent me in. And, you know, they they just want to be comfortable. That's and, what it's about. It, it you know, really is. We're up at the register. I'm always like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll be running marathons soon. And they're like, oh, I'm not a runner. Like, look at me. And I'm like, dude, you don't, you don't no, need to look a certain way. No, you don't need to be a runner like Dr. Bass. You're not. I'm really not a runner. I just recently, this past week, I just very easily with my sets class Mm -hmm. at 5 Mm a.m. They're not big laps, but we do laps around the plaza where where the place is located. And, you know, I've done it every day. I do Mm -hmm. another lap. Mm -hmm. And, again, it's not about being first. I don't care if I'm last. 
Yeah. You know, I always live by hashtag I'm tied for last. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care, but I finish. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's all. I finish every right. day. I think it's just yeah. about making those incremental steps and, yeah. you know, especially with, with, with running or, or like a sets type workout too because it's one of those things and I, like I said, I can only speak from like the running component or the running angle, but like if you're first approaching it, like not going to lie, it's going to suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Initially when you start, but the more and more you do yeah. it, yeah. Because people are like, how do you enjoy running? Like, how do you enjoy it? Mm -hmm. And it's like, right. well, because it's looked at like everybody else's punishment is running, mm -hmm. right? Right. And some people just absolutely hate it. But the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And the easier it becomes, the more you're going to want to do yeah. it and the more you're right. going to enjoy it. No one wants to do anything that mm -hmm. is uncomfortable. So, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. making baby steps each, yeah. each time. You know, when so everybody in my class used to run, I used to hop on the bike. Now yeah. they'd run three laps. I run one. Now I'm running two. Yeah. And then I run three. Yeah. And every day I'll run a little bit more. And yeah. It's all we see you on their on their Instagram getting after it in the morning yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> he kicked my ass in their their fundraiser. I was like, damn it, Doctor Pasby. <laughs> <laughs> I was in shape. Damn it. <laughs> now listen, I um, again, it's just about finding something you're passionate about sure. and mm -hmm. finding yeah, yeah. something you enjoy. I mean, my wife thinks I'm nuts. I get up at <laughs> you know four twenty. I get up for my alarm nowadays. I just I was going back and forth with you a couple of days ago about like heading over to uh to your practice and we were trying to find a time and you're giving me all these times I'm like yeah we don't open here until 11 and you're like 11 i'm like halfway done with my day already yeah. I've been up since Craig, you four. open at 11 i've been up since four right. <laughs> i'm up before you're just starting come on yeah, we keep bankers hours here yeah you know? but uh no nah, it's just retail but that's what it is eh? yeah yeah so but, uh, listen you guys do an amazing job for my patients that's that's really i tell my patients just you gotta, you gotta go here if you're gonna get, if you want to get better, if you truly yeah. want to get better. And you and I joke about this when, when patients come in or, or, or you come into me and I tell them to do certain things and they'll come back the following week and they're still in pain. Mm -hmm. Did you listen to what I said? Sure, right, right, right. Uh, did you go to the running store? Are you doing your stretching exercises? No. Okay, well then you're not gonna get right. any better. <laughs> right, right. I feel confident that when they come here to get shoes and to get the proper sneakers for themselves. I always say, Craig's going to watch you. You know, what should I tell him? That's what the, my page did. Sure, what yeah, should yeah, I tell Craig yeah, I yeah. should get? Well, Craig knows the certain brands that I enjoy. Right. And he's going to watch you walk. Yeah. And he's going to get you the right sneaker. Mm. You're going to tell him that you might be getting a pair of functional foot orthotics to go inside them to just be prepared for that. Yeah. But yeah, just go get the right sneaker. Right. Yeah. You know, I always say, unfortunately, sneakers aren't inexpensive anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, sneakers now are sure. yeah, $125 yeah, yeah. for a, a, just a, a good quality sneaker. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's not about buying the uh, Adidas Superstars anymore. Right. That you, bought, you know, when I was a kid, back in the day, yeah. in the day and the Sambas or something. You know, like that. The, yeah, yeah. The, the suede Pumas, which are now coming back. But, you know, that's those were the things when I was a kid in the, in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, technology around sneakers no, is, is amazing. It really is yeah. how much it's changed over the last yeah. 30 years. Yeah. No, it advances so rapidly, you know, even from just, you know, from when we opened in 2012 to what's on the wall now, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, it really, and we could probably, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, man, should I ask him a minimalist question? Cause that, that stuff was really uh, hot we'll in like 10, 11, 12, but I don't know if you want to go on record of anything, but I know my feelings on the minimal type stuff. Well, let me hear what you have to say first about minimal. Uh, Are you a fan of it? Not necessarily. 
I don't really want to rock the boat too much with people because there are some people that it works for. There are some right. very select few, but there's also going to be a select few that anything works for. Right. So my approach to it when we get someone in that's somewhat interested in it, there are there's two kind of avenues that I generally go down. One, uh, there are some shoes that I feel like have taken some of like the minimalist components, but right. have applied it in a safer way. So right. like a lower heel drop per se, right. or maybe a little bit of a lighter weight shoe, but nothing to the point of where it's like a sock with a rubber bottom to it. Right. Um, now, the, the true passionate minimalist is probably gonna argue that that's the way that they have to go with just the sock with the rubber bottom to right. it. My kind of rebuttal is, is twofold. One, if we were all 120 pounds, super efficient running on dirt roads every day, and we were born that way and we grew up that way, that's one thing. Unfortunately, in America, that's not the situation. Exactly. Um, and two, uh, you know, just in the years of doing this, we've had a lot of doctors and practitioners that, that love it because it's going to put their kids through college. So sure. let's just leave it at that. <laughs> so, so, so this is what I'll say when it comes to minimalist, and it's it's we didn't talk, you know, you and I didn't discuss. Sure, it. No, we're no, going to no, talk no, about no. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is, you said some things that are are almost similar to what I say. If the world was made of sand, right, right, you could run barefoot and wear a minimalist sneaker. Mm -hmm. The world is made of concrete. Right, right, right. <laughs> the world is made of concrete. Yeah. yeah your foot is not made to function on concrete, mm -hmm. whether barefoot, a, a sock with a rubber sole, or a minimalist sneaker. Right. I truly feel that you need to have form and function behind right. it yeah. in order to truly not injure yourself. Yeah. And I remember years ago, I was talking to another doctor who was a, truly believed in minimalist sure. running yeah. until he ended up with a second metatarsal stress fracture. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And then he stopped believing in minimalist yeah. <laughs> sneakers. Yeah. I mean, I think the concept in a vacuum, in a vacuum, it, it works. In a utopian sure. world, it works. But unfortunately, that's that's generally not the case. That's um, the problem. But like I said, there are a select group that it works for. And hey, if that's your thing, all power to you. I mean, we're definitely more... Uh, and my approach, because this is just how I view footwear, like definitely walk more of the traditionalist line. I'd rather right. swing the side of a little bit, erring on the side of a little bit more shoe than sure. a little yeah. bit less, less shoe. shoe. You know, so. I agree. But. And so, and no matter what, some, sometimes you you and you'll get people who believe in minimalist sneakers yeah. and yeah. running. And no matter what you say to them, they're not gonna. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to listen. And to you know what? If if that's their thing and it works. God bless. More power yeah. to it, you know, but 100%. the majority of the people that walk through the door, I don't necessarily want to introduce like that risk character to, yeah. you know, so, um, but yeah, I was just thinking previously, I'm like, man, we should talk about that a little <laughs> bit, but, all right. Uh, so anyway, to kind of, kind of wrap up a little bit, uh, there's one question that we love to ask all of our guests. Um, so Grace, why don't you ask it? If you had to name a running shoe after yourself, what would it be and why? <laughs> Perseverance. Ooh. I like that. I don't care what brand it is. Well, <laughs> it has to be the brand. One is of there the a number? I like. is there, yeah, it has to be one of the select Dr. Bass approved brands. <laughs> yes. Um, so why don't we call it the Perseverance 415? 
because my birthday is April fifteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday! Happy by belated the way. birthday! Yeah. Thank you, yeah. thank you. And just you, you know, for me, you know, persevere. Just don't give up. Yeah. Just don't give up. You know, again, being fifty-four and two knee replacements, and I want to run the marathon. I just don't want to give up. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep saying that to you when you run that marathon. Okay. We gotta persevere. we gotta get like we gotta get like custom. Crawling. We gotta get like cu- custom like. Yeah. We'll have to make a shoe. <laughs> We're gonna make that's it. You can, <laughs> we can make me a shoe, but yeah, the perseverance four fifteen. I like it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's funny. It's just something. Yeah. yeah, it's just what I think. Yeah, that was awesome. Inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. So definitely want to thank you for your time tonight. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having yeah. me. No, thank definitely. You. It's uh, uh, it's been a huge, huge, uh, you know. Uh, benefit you know our relationship to, oh, to the shop here 100%. and i hope the same up, up, up north in manalapan uh, your practice yeah. so uh, i can't thank you enough for your support you know throughout the years again um, i believe in what you yeah. do here and sure. that's what it's about and you treat my patients the way i treat my patients and that's what it's about yeah i i think it was like very telling when when you had made mention like you know you put your head on the pillow at night knowing that you can go to sleep and i think that that's one of the things like the times i can't go to sleep is when i feel like something is like off you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if you treat people well you can you can sleep at mm-hmm. night so that's all that matters um, mm-hmm. it's again refreshing to hear are you, you crying know. i'm getting a little choked up, a little choked up. <laughs> all right uh, so, <laughs> so before we bounce um where can people find you you know are you you have a presence socially i know medically sometimes people do sure. sometimes people don't website sure where you so at? my website is uh, www.basspodiatry.com uh, my office is located at 701 tenant road in Manalapan and phone number 732-866-4411 cool and uh, appointments every day of the week basically and uh, <laughs> I'd love to treat anybody who's listening and sure. any of your clients and yeah. uh, anybody I could help definitely definitely like I said you just got to set up a little shop here a little kiosk <laughs> Dr. Bass kiosk come into Runner's High Free <laughs> that's, that's it I'm ready <laughs> I'm going to start putting a chair in the back in, right, your, exactly. stock, in your stock room will be <laughs> my treatment room as well right <laughs> sorry the bathroom is off limits today it's Dr. Bass's treatment room today. <laughs> every other Saturday every, every other Saturday, Saturday exactly <laughs> alrighty guys so we definitely want to thank Dr. Bass again for his time um, but we definitely want to hear from you guys so send those questions to us uh, you can follow along with us at Runners High uh, NJ on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. You can find us using the iTunes, or you can find us on iTunes using the Apple Podcast app, uh, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch up with you all next week.